Buenos dias, Gardeners Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, the 1st of July, 2021. Every week, we will share the things happening in Venezuela to keep you updated on the most important events. On Monday, the 28th of June, Nicolas Maduro announced the end of the protectorate's government positions created by him in which the Socialist Party members could exercise greater power if members of the opposition won the elections. The end of the protectorates will take place from the elections on the 21st of November and was announced as part of the agreements negotiated by Maduro and the opposition to have an ideal environment for said elections. Negotiations between Maduro and the opposition have international repercussions and Joe Biden, president of the USA, spoke with Ivan Duque, president of Colombia, and communicated his concern about the Venezuelan situation and its impact on the region. Biden recommended that the international community support these negotiations so that the country has free and fair elections. The Venezuelan opposition, led by by Juan Guaido, demanded that Venezuelan migrants be allowed to vote in the next elections. The number of Venezuelans abroad is around 5 million people, which represents more than 15% of the Venezuelan population. In addition to this, it was required that they only have to present their identity card because one of the most serious problems that Venezuelans have is the acquisition or renewal of their passport, both inside and outside the country. The European Union has announced that they will send an exploratory mission to Venezuela on the 6th of July. In this mission, those in charge will study the European participation in the 21st of November elections as part of the international observers to guarantee the legality of the elections. And in another note regarding the European Union and Venezuela, on Friday, the 25th of June, the European Union will donate 200,000 euros to help Venezuelan migrants in Chile. This money will go towards providing humanitarian aid to the more than 34,000 Venezuelan refugees and asylum seekers in Chile. Despite the multifactorial crisis affecting the country, the television series Caminos de Libertad was recently filmed in Venezuela, which tells the story of the country's independence battles. The series has a high budget and is the only project receiving funding from public film entities in the country. The first episode's premiere was held at a red carpet event on Wednesday, the 23rd of June, as a preamble to the celebrations of the 24th of June, the day that the Battle of Carabobo is commemorated in Venezuela. This year marks 200 years since the battle. On the 24th of June, the arrival of the Abdallah vaccines also was announced, a vaccine developed in Cuba that has not yet completed any of the three phases of clinical studies, nor has it had peer review. On the 26th of June, it was announced that 400 people had been vaccinated in the Fuerte Tiuna military urban complex in Caracas, and that 30,000 doses are expected to be applied. This vaccine is given in three doses per person. For its part, the National Academy of Medicine commented before the arrival of Abdullah and demanded 
scientific information because so far the compound is only a candidate for a vaccine since it has not been approved. On Monday, the 28th of June, the National Bioethics Center issued a communication expressing its concern about the application of these vaccines in the Venezuelan population. Among the most important points of communication is that the purchase of vaccines of medicines through the COVAX system could be put at risk due to the acquisition of the candidate Abdallah, a drug that has not yet been approved by the World Health Organization and whose long-term effects are still unknown. And in news related to the economy, Citgo, Pedevesa's U.S. refining subsidiary, dissolved four entities in Aruba, where it had planned to renovate a crude processing plant. The dissolved companies were established in Aruba during 2016 when Pedevesa signed a rental contract to rehabilitate the San Nicolas refinery. The project required an investment estimated at $1.1 billion, but in 2019, Pedevesa decided to decline due to conflicts between Maduro and the opposition. It's expected that the negotiations happening between the Maduro government and the opposition, the sanctions imposed by the United States will be progressively withdrawn, which will allow foreign investors to look again at Venezuela. Although there is nothing definitive so far, different political analysts and specialized agencies, such as Argus Media, foresee that in the coming months there will be an injection of foreign capital into the country, and that, if the sanctions are lifted, the free commercialization of oil will also increase the income of the country. A good example of this is that Banco del Comercio Exterior, Banco X, foreign trade bank, invited the Venezuelan business sector to participate in a meeting with a Venezuela-Mexico commercial mission. From the 28th of June to the 5th of July, companies will receive a business agenda to expand and diversify their exports. And in news related to social life, the Venezuelan Javier Jala Madrid, a social media comedian, criticized Mexican YouTuber Alex Tienda for having recorded a documentary in Venezuela where he showed the country's situation while touring popular sites of tourism. Javier said that the reality of the country, quote, is not Los Roques and Angel Falls, unquote, natural tourism sites to which Alex Tienda replied that in Venezuela there is no single reality, but that many coexist, such as poverty and violence, but that natural monuments are also part of it, and there is no reason to avoid them. We'll close with an exciting story. Jessica Rameo is the latest winner of the Singaporean edition of the famous show The Apprentice. This Venezuelan left the country 13 years ago, during which she was fighting for a better quality of life. She tried to complete her university studies in England, but did not succeed. So she dedicated herself to different jobs that allowed her to live abroad. Upon hearing the announcement of the program, The Apprentice, Hesika investigated the life of businessman Chatri Sityadong, the first 
executive of the program, and realized that their life stories were very similar. After two months of various mental and physical challenges during the show, Hesica won first place, landing a $250,000 contract. Congratulations, Hesica. That's it for this week. Remember to subscribe to get a notification every time we upload a new episode, and feel free to contact us. We want to hear from you. Podcast at Rorschach.com. Did we miss anything? Is there anything you want to hear more of? Let us know, as we want to keep you informed. Informed.